Hello and welcome to episode 86 of NOLO TIME. My name is Ovid Velez and with me is the most interesting man in the world, Julia. What's good, NOLO TIME? Good to be back again with you, Obed. It's a pleasure as always. Yeah, man. Hyped to be here again. A little, a little, a little drained, but we're here. Yeah, yeah, we're here. Yeah, we're here. We may not be back next week, so we've got, yeah. we want to give you guys that heads up. Um, next week is a very busy week for us at work. Oh, yeah. uh, and I have some personal things in the way as well, you know, family. So we may not uh, come to you next week, but stay tuned. And again, uh, follow us on the uh, on the Twitters and whatnot. That's to right. find out That's if right. we're gonna be in or not. So, uh, but just a just a quick heads up, Joel. What's up, man? I know that you're excited because you were able to go see a movie pretty early, and you were pleasantly surprised. Yeah, surprise, surprise, guys! I was able to watch this last week in some of the early screenings going on for Shazam. Uh, for some of you may have known that Fandango was participating in an early event for only through Fandango you could buy these tickets for for uh, early screens of Shazam uh, this last weekend. Uh, I was able to see it on, because only it wasn't even on the weekend, it was just on one day. It was a March 23rd, one day event kind of thing. And uh, I was able to, to cop, some, cop some tickets for that, thankfully, through some uh, some people that I, I, I reached out to. And they, they got me they got me in, because those, those seats were selling out pretty quick. <laughs> uh, Warner's was really pushing it big time, too. I got email from my DC like subscriptions and other places. So they were really trying to push uh, people to get out and buy tickets for this event. Uh, I had a great time, Obed. Um, this movie was a pleasant surprise for me. I think the reason why they even did this event is really just because they needed the word of mouth for this film. You know, just looking at, um, you know, the, the projections for this movie comes out this coming week. The projections are um, that it's going to be in the range of 40 or 50 uh, million uh, for opening weekend. Very obscure, very strange. Um, but, yeah, they are saying that this movie um, is going to, you know, now with the publicity, hopefully it makes somewhere in the range of, you know, maybe 100 million. We'll see. I personally, Obed, think that uh, it's 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 up there with with some of the best of DC, um, and their, nice. their 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 movies have come out. I, I would, I don't like to compare. Um, I think it's it it's it's its own unique movie, and DC's doing something different than Marvel. So I completely agree. But if you wanted me to give a comparison, I'd say it's one of those pleasant surprises, kind of like Ant Man, uh, okay. where you know you you like you watch it, like this is this is pretty good. Like I actually enjoy this. I think it's funny. Um, they that's the problem I think though with the movie man is that they marketed this movie so wrong. Um, after watching it was it was marketed as just this like you know like a goofy kid, comedy goofy yeah. comedy kid in a man's body and he's just like goofing off like a like a like running freaky, around tweener. Yeah. It was like Freaky Fi- Freaky Friday superhero edition sort exactly, of exactly exactly. Yeah. And this movie has a way more of a cohesive story than it even appears. Mark Strong does a fantastic job as Dr. Silvana. Uh, there's another pretty awesome uh, pretty awesome setup for a future villain that I'm really excited about, assuming that they, they make the more of these. Huh? The Rock. 
No, no. Well, that. Well, 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 uh, well I, I, I don't want to spoil anything. Oh, there's okay. some there's some rock flavor in there. I'll say okay. that much. All right. Uh, but another villain actually that nice. got me got me a little little. Uh, okay, okay. I was like, I see That's what good. you're doing, DC. So I like that. It again, like you you assumed the rock that I was talking about, and I was talking about something different. That that's what I'm saying. By they they take these unique twists and turns in this movie that um, you wouldn't suspect, and that's for the better. I think. Nice. Um, so yeah, going in with low expectations, had a great time. I really do recommend you guys go out and watch it because uh, it was actually decent. Couple little things here and there that could be fixed, but uh, but overall, uh, just a fine film. Yeah, and we you told me about something that you hit the nail right in the head. We're not gonna talk about it, but we talked about it yeah. offline. Offline, we I told gave you a little scoop on on something that I mentioned a few weeks back about you know maybe a certain character that's could be in the movie and and yeah, there's there's some interesting tidbits there. You'll see yeah. it when it comes out April fifth in theaters. Um, but uh, yeah, guys, check it out. Yeah, if you guys want to check it out, just go back. Uh, I want to say about a couple months. <laughs> worth of episodes yeah, yeah. and and Joel was like 100% correct on his prediction so uh, so that's pretty good uh, Joel not much on my end man I uh, finished the MC5 last weekend again fantastic game so I'm looking forward to replaying on harder difficulties um, that's pretty much it man I haven't I've ha- I had a very busy weekend with other things so uh, so I didn't have really a lot of time uh to game or, or really watch anything so i know that this week i'm probably gonna try and catch aquaman now that it's out for oh, rent yeah. i'm gonna rent it Good um idea. so i'm gonna try and, and catch that or spider-verse whichever whichever one i i find first so nice uh, so i'm gonna try and catch those but yeah the mc5 again guys really freaking good <laughs> it's so good joe yeah, it's the I had there. There's a few moments there that I was just like actually stood up. I was like, "Yo, let's go!" <laughs> yeah, it's it's hype. It gets super hype towards the end. Um, very good. Like, yeah, that totally exceeded my expectations. So, uh, again, I can't wait to play it again on a harder difficulty and for DLC to drop. And I'm pretty sure that more things are gonna drop. Uh, the final DLC for Final Fantasy 15 dropped Tuesday the episode Arden so I am looking forward to playing that I haven't bought it yet I may just buy it tomorrow download it and, and either play it over the weekend or play it you know somewhere in the near future but um, I really want to go back to the MC because it's so good so yeah and that's that's pretty much on my end not nothing too crazy uh, Joe well we do have some uh, Avengers updates one that actually dropped today that was the one that I was telling you about uh, so I actually called you earlier today, and um, and I guess you were busy. But uh, the, were you able to see the Chinese poster? I did. For Avengers, yeah, did. with um, with Valkyrie and Wong on it. Yep. 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 That was pretty good. Pretty awesome. Pretty good. And then you can tell that Gamora is one of the ones in the bottom. I was trying to find Loki. I couldn't identify him though. I'm yeah. not sure if he's there, but. That was an interesting poster. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm it, so hyped, man! The the marketing on this movie over the last week has just been crazy. I mean, these these posters are great, <clears> showing <throat> the you know Avenge Us or Avenge the Fallen. Like it's 
it's such a great, great way of getting the feels for all the fans. A little interesting tidbit of one character that, that I did not suspect to be uh, a fallen hero. Uh-huh. That's Shuri. I did not think that she was gone, but then so, they had it on there. I'm like, wait a second. So on the first trailer, she's one of the ones that Bruce Banner has on the screen, and he's going yeah. like this. So, yeah. That's yeah. crazy, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah so that's, uh, yeah, it's very interesting. Um, the, yeah, like I said, I was looking for, you, you know, who of the fallen may survive, you know, that, that weren't, you know, not there. We know Gamora has been spotted, so we know that she's going to be back for sure. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's interesting. And now TV spots are dropping. Uh, they're not, not really spoiling too much no, with no. those TV spots, but yeah, marketing is full. It's, it's in full effect right now. So it's, it's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, they- but, uh, I was gonna say, jumping off that, um, I think the big thing that that came out this week was the runtime for this movie, and yeah. Obed, it's three hours and two minutes, and bro, I ain't mad. No, I'm not mad either. That's uh, that's what Titan, well, Titanic is like three fourteen. <laughs> that movie's too long. <laughs> yeah, oh, that movie's too long. That's the, two towers. Uh, I think two towers is around three hours and oh yeah, yeah, two Lord minutes. of the Rings. Yep. That, I mean the the uh, uh the the regular version. The director's cuts <laughs> like standard. three. It's like three forty five. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But yeah, I'm excited. I'm not. Yeah, like you said, I'm not mad. I ain't uh, mad, bro. We watched. Um, isn't the ultimate cut of Batman v Superman uh, yes. probably about the same? It's like yes. three oh five. And I refuse to watch anything else but the ultimate cut of that movie. Yeah, oh yeah, it's so good. It's so it's so much superior to compared to the 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 theatrical version. Uh, yeah, man, I, I'm pretty excited. I mean, th- it looks like they're they're gonna really wrap this thing up the way that we expected them to do. So, yeah, um, man. Uh, I'm man. I can't wait for this friggin' movie. It's going to be an event. You're going to be walking into a movie theater. Let's just give a hypothetical time for the sake of conversation. Say it's 6 p.m. And you ain't going to leave that theater until maybe close to 9.45 when you're talking about previews and everything that's going on. It's it's going to be an event. Yeah. I mean, if you if you go if you go night off, right? Right. Um, I, may, I may be smart, take that day off, and just go in the morning. That's you know knock it out. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be amazing, man. A lot of sweaty nerds. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I fig- I figured that I, that you know when I watched uh, Infinity War, I did the same thing. I watched it around like what well, was like two thirty in the yeah. afternoon. Yeah. And and it was probably like ten people in the movie theater. No one was yelling. Everyone was really excited. But you know, uh, we were all like calm nerds. <laughs> and yeah, it, and it was a great experience. So I'm hoping that uh, this one will be the same. Yeah. Uh, and uh, you know, I've I've been doing that whenever I'm excited for a movie. I just go early and see it, watch it in like the morning. I did that for yeah. uh, the last two Star Wars. Did it for Avengers. Um, I haven't done it for Captain Marvel. I really want to go see it beforehand. Again, if I don't see it, I'll just pull a uh, a Black Panther and then catch up whenever it comes out. So. Uh, but yeah, uh, that's that's pretty that's pretty exciting. Um, and also, um, there was some news this week, Joel, that uh, a major A-list actress may be joining the MCU. And I am not very familiar with the property, Joel. But just go ahead in your sweaty nerdness and tell us what's up with that. 
Yeah, guys, I'm excited to get into this one. So Marvel has been talking about, or at least it's been rumored and speculated about the Eternals film coming. Uh, the Eternals is a Jack Kirby, uh, you know, obscure property that not many people, like you said, nobody yourself are familiar with. To be honest with you, I have very limited knowledge of the Eternals, um, but I can tell you this much. They are a group of celestial type beings. We're talking like how Ego was. Um, also, Thanos himself is actually one of the Eternals. Um, believe it or not, Galactus. Like, comes Galactus. Um, you know, they're, they're, they we've seen them before. Uh, is, is the point? Um, but uh, the Eternals are uh, you know these these godlike people that have lived on Earth among humanity. People just didn't know who they are, but they did inspire some of the the, the great um, mythology and legends of Earth, uh, specifically Greek mythology. Um, you know, the main characters being people like Icarus, Circe, and Mercury. You hear these names, you already can see where they are supposed to say they inspired. You know, certain legends that came out from them. Uh, Angelina Jolie and talks now to join this movie as a lead. Um, the director um, seems to be putting together her cast. There's been rumors of even uh, Luke Evans being Icarus for the film. We'll see if that happens. Uh, but Angela Jolie coming in and, you know, if we had to put two and two together, probably going to be Cersei. It would make sense. I mean, you know, she, she, she would make perfect sense for that character. If you look into it a little more, she's, she's a character that uh, has a lot of... Um, ability to, to move matter and also some um like telekinesis type um you know psych uh you know psychological powers right controlling minds or whatever uh so cersei would make sense uh for angelina jolie and if she's going to be the lead i mean those are the, she's the number one female in that in the eternals comics um so yeah I'm I'm all on board for this actually. Uh, Angela Jolie is a, a very talented, mature actress, um, and I think that's what's served Marvel well with a lot of their their leads and even their 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 newer properties um, like this. You know, they've given um, very mature actors these opportunities. You know, when I think about um, you know. Uh, you know, obviously Iron Man. You had Robert Downey Jr., who had been in the, the the industry for a long time. When I think of the obscure stuff like Guardians of the Galaxy, you had uh, Zoe Zaldana, who's not uh, you know foreign from acting. You know, with some of the other newcomers in, in the film or rising stars, right? But there's always been these characters that you know can really deliver moments and really um, stand, and people take them seriously when they're watching, and not be like. <laughs> That's that character on the side's a joke, and Angela Jolie wouldn't be that actress. She's just a very talented actress, uh, regardless of what you you might think of her as an individual. So, um, yeah, I uh, I'm very excited about that. Of course, if you get an actor like Luke Evans also beside her, and you know, according to the Hollywood Reporter, the the only plot that we really know is that it's going to be a very strong love story between uh, Icarus and Cersei. So, with them casting Cersei, that probably means Icarus will be coming around soon. Let's just be speculating here. Uh, but Obed, what's your thoughts on Angela Jolie joining the Eternals? Yeah, again, I'm not very familiar with the property. Uh, she's a great actress. I absolutely like the idea. Right, I'm on board. Like like you said, and uh, yeah, I I think that uh, just piggybacking back on on what you said, um, Marvel has been very cautious and very smart about their casting choices. Um, 
we uh, I just forgot to while we were talking about Avengers, forgot to mention the 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 Terrence Howard event event Avengers the Fallen poster. Yeah, because yeah, I mean they 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 know when when things work and they don't, you know, and yeah. and they're not uh, they're not shy about making making a choice. Yeah. So I think it's a great choice. She can definitely carry a film. She's carried multiple films that I have been sort of mediocre and and she you know because of her presence it just makes it a lot more enjoyable um if the casting is right and you know if they get the right people involved absolutely i'm, I'm on board um i think joel i don't know if you saw that there was a rumor uh, early this week that apparently um they reached out to zach efron for uh adam warlock i did hear about this and zach efron I'm not. I'm not gonna say it's been confirmed, but there is a pretty reputable media outlet. This is from like maybe two, maybe three years ago. Um, uh, that they actually put out a report saying that Zac Efron, because Marvel does this from time to time. They actually they'll just bring actors in just to meet with them, talk to them about. Would you be interested just to work with us at some point in the future, just to have a relationship? Um, and Zac Efron's one of the actors that talked about. Some people thought maybe Namor, some other stuff, but. It makes sense if, if they've had a good relationship with him. Adam Warlock coming in for, for Guardians 3. They got to move that, that project along pretty quick. That's that's a really strong choice. I'm, uh, I, I'm, not, um, I'm not a crazy Zac Efron fan, per se, but uh, but in, when you think about Adam Warlock, this this young, angelic-looking person, well, yeah, I can see yeah. where you can, pick can, Zac Efron. Exactly. I can, I can see that, too. Um, yeah, I mean, they're, they're, really, they're really making very smart choices with casting um i'm curious again to see what the next phase is going to be what properties they're going to bring in what's going to happen to x-men after phoenix uh that's probably based on what i heard that i think x-men is just going to get rebooted for sure oh i've been saying that since the yeah. box acquisition at the beginning i, I can't <sighs> see feige keeping that i don't he I don't, just doesn't do that yeah i mean there's there's, there's continuity issues like um, I was just thinking about it, right? It's funny because this week I I was like thinking about the 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 new X Men uh, movies, meaning uh, from first class up until up until now. So first class was in the sixties. Um, uh, Apocalypse was in the eighties. This one's supposed to be well, um, yeah, Apocalypse. Well. Well, the uh, this well, the days of future past, past was seventies, yeah. Yep. Uh, Apocalypse was eighties. It's supposed to be in the nineties. Magneto's supposed to be already like friggin' seventy years old, and he looks forty-five, and it's it's <laughs> like it's getting to me, right? Like yeah. at this point, like at this point, uh, in the nineties, Magneto should look like Ian McKellen, and he does not. <laughs> he does not, <laughs> and and that and that to me, like just thinking about it, it's like oh, there's like narrative dissonance when it comes to like I mean they can say it's like oh they're very powerful mutants so they age you know they're aging whatnot. And but then like, why oh, do you well, connect it? They don't. They don't because you know that's why you have mutants that don't age like Wolverine and yeah. So that's that's how. You know, I was I was in my head just creating plot holes yeah, I, I, for this thing for for Disney to just go ahead and and just blow it up. One of my favorite uh, movie YouTubers, he always <laughs> talks about Fox when this is before the acquisition, and he would say at, at the the headquarters of Fox they have a big plaque on the wall. You know, it reads. 
continuity schmontinuity. <laughs> like they, <laughs> they just don't care. Like they don't, if it yeah. makes money, we'll make it work somehow, and that's rough. and it only works for so long. I know it's rough, and then um, yeah, and and you see how now they're 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 really separating the two universes, you know, the two X Men franchises almost, if you wanna if you wanna call it, because of how Phoenix was handled on on X three, and now Phoenix is back in a in a younger gene and you know it's 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 really weird um I, again i hope that this movie is actually good i'm i'm hoping for the best right but i, I don't it's expect rough. it to be um i didn't like apocalypse that much i don't apocalypse expect it to be much just better fine yeah that movie was just fine it had its moments but but yeah it was it was it was thoroughly underwhelming i mean it wasn't you know they uh, the thing is that it had to live up to Days of Future Past, which is, which is like generally a fantastic movie because it's it's probably is my favorite of the X Men movies, oh, the I Fox X Men movies. Yeah. yeah, it's by far. I mean, it's it's much superior to what you think. Um, but in the, then at the same time, you know, it it's it, it, it it's forgotten. It's, it's forgotten. It, it's a movie it's, that it's like weird. you probably will forget about when when Marvel relaunches this. It's the same way I feel about the Amazing Spider-Man movies with Andrew Garfield. People are like those movies are fun. They're gonna be oh, forgotten. Oh yeah, and they probably should. I be. totally forgot that existed. See, that's what I'm saying, <laughs> and that's not even that long ago. That's my point. I haven't like like six inches away from it. It's a forgotten <laughs> franchise. Oh, it's, it's ridiculous. It's not great, but when you well, launch something right, I think. That will yeah. set things in the right It course. just sticks. It, it sticks for sure, yeah. yeah. The thing with, you know, Days of Future Past, man, I really love that movie. Oh, it's, it's so, so good. good. It's so good. So good. Uh, but the thing is that, again, whenever whenever you revolve something around Wolverine, is except uh, Origins, yeah. yeah, everything else that's been Wolverine or, or center around Wolverine was, re- was really good, it's yeah. Good. Um, uh, yeah, Origins was a different story. We know, we know what happened there. It's like sure, sure. Completely different problem. In product during production oh, yeah. that happened during that movie, so um, yeah, not having Wolverine play a prominent role in like Apocalypse just as the first example. Yeah, I mean, it, it, the whole for a cameo is very but, different. Yeah, yeah but then you have Logan, which is like oh my, so God, good, so good. But it's like it, it's funny because Logan is fantastic. So like good. like it doesn't like as a standalone thing and as an X Men movie and as an you know, as a drama, it's, it's a film. It's fantastic. Oh my gosh. Um, but it's not my favorite X-Men movie. You know, this yeah. future past is still my yeah. favorite. So, yeah. um, yeah, we'll see. I guess we'll find out potentially after, you know, after Avengers. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I think, we'll, I think we'll, we'll find, find out, out at com- a comic con. That's we'll probably because they have, there's no schedule and it's going to be like 2014 comic con where they just drop everything i'm telling yeah. you yeah joe let's go ahead and move on to uh, the uh the next disney property because we need to pay our checks uh, our our bills over here we need to collect um <laughs> so there's a there's, there's a supposed leaked poster for star wars episode nine um which looks like promotional material for merchandise it doesn't necessarily mean or look like this this is a movie poster this looks like more of a merchandise uh uh you know a standee or something that you would see at walmart attached to the toys or whatever um a very interesting poster 
Um, we we sort of knew that Kylo Ren was going to come back wearing his mask. We we saw that leaked a few weeks ago. Um, so Kylo is wearing his mask. Knights of Ren are there. Knights of Ren are there. I don't think those stormtroopers are red. It's just because of the lighting; they look red. Yeah, I, don't I agree. Necessarily, yeah, I don't necessarily think they're red. Um, what's the the two the two things that really jump to me on on this poster, Joe, is one. Let's you know the more obvious is that Ray's uh, wearing a more Jedi like type of That's outfit. Awesome. Um, and it's it's white. It looks really nice. It looks really clean, and I really like it. Um, and also the lightsaber. You can't see you can't see the hilt that that well, so it's not clear if it's a reconstructed. She reconstructed Luke's lightsaber, or if it's a brand new lightsaber. Uh, but the thing is that the blade to me looks a shade of white versus versus you know the typical blue uh, that this lightsaber. Has so that's the first thing that jumped to me. Second one, what's our what's friggin' C three PO with a bowcaster and ammo? What is C three PO dies confirmed? <laughs> no, no, he can't die. C three PO and R two D two has been in every single Star Wars movie there is. Well, Anthony, Anthony Daniel says that that's it. This is the last time he's gonna play C three PO. So, oh my goodness, oh, said I it a few months ago. It's depressing. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, bro. I, there's a lot of thoughts I have about this. First of all, being the Knights of Ren being in this this poster. Finally. Oh my goodness, it's amazing to see them. The only thing that bothers me about it is that they look to be holding generic type weapons, not lightsabers. And I wanted lightsabers. No, they didn't have lightsabers on the original concept concept art for uh force awakens um the thing is that that what's interesting now joel the thing i uh because uh and i was i was gonna call him darth plagueis but the freaking jobber bad guy snoke. i even snoke the, <laughs> i even forgot his name oh no man star mm. wars bro come on mm. no, i know, I know. So that's uh yeah that's so doesn't a podcast uh, that's yeah it's a whole yeah it's a whole separate podcast for that so snoke mentioned the nice Ren on uh, Last Jedi, Ray saw the Knights of Ren with Kylo, but was that a, a, a flash forward? Was she seeing the future through the Force, or was, what was she seeing when when she grabbed the lightsaber on Force Awakens? Was that you know was that a flash forward, or was that a flashback, or was that the present? Well, it wasn't the present because Kylo was on his way there, so. Um, yeah, that was a very interesting thing that when I saw the Knights of Ren again and, was like, and got reminded that that was a thing, um, got reminded of that scene on um, on Force Awakens. So, I, yeah, I, what, I, what do you think? I will, I will say, though, I think that's one of the, that whole sequence there in, in reality, I think is one of the many mistakes that people have, were mad about with Last Jedi. You and I both think Last Jedi is fine. Um, but I do think it's one of those little mistakes um, where the lightsaber kind of is revealing through the Force to Ray the past, but also pointing her to the future. And I think to some degree that past had to do with that lightsaber being desired by Kylo Ren. And it maybe I think the Knights of Ren were supposed to have had some type of prior interaction with Luke. 
um, that because obviously we saw Kylo and Luke had their their history, you know, from training. Like there could have been some type of past history there. That's just my guess when it comes to that flashback there, because everything kind of at least I I believe it to be a flashback, because everything seemed to be from the past uh, except for the last line. Yeah, is, yeah. these are your next steps from Obi Wan. Uh, but but yeah, uh, this this poster, man, the Knights of Ren. That was the first thing that stuck out to me was was them being on it. Like you said, C-3PO holding a bowcaster. The guy could barely move his hands. Why is he holding a bowcaster? Then he's got this ammo around him, and it's clearly not the same uh, belt that that uh, that Chewbacca wears because you can see Chewbacca wearing, and they both look different um, in, in, in the image. So we'll see what, what that's all about. The other thing I wanted to say to you, Obed, was um, the other character, um, the female character to the right, I believe... Uh, rumors that maybe she is there's two char- female characters the first one I'll talk about is the one that I believe to be Finn's sister some other people have said could she be Lando's daughter I don't know could be either one of those I yeah. th- I know there was rumors about a, a sister character or Finn's family or something you know since he, that was something that they, they might explore we'll see we'll see uh, either way a new character uh, another uh, fighter maybe another person that was going to be a clone from the looks of her character's appearance. That's a little interesting about that, the whole clone army backstory. Um, the other thing, obviously not clones anymore because, you know, they, they were using actual humans. But anyways, uh, the other thing being um, another female character that kind of looks like a a, 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 a a bounty hunter, to me at least. Um, I'm not going to say necessarily Mandalorian. It might be. But um, but yeah, that that character I'm very fascinated just because it's very mysterious. The mask and never seen it before. Yeah, I've never seen that type of mask before. Uh, it looks like a um, like a Daft Punk mask yeah. type of mask. It doesn't it doesn't look like a Star Wars mask at all. Um, so it's uh, yeah, it's a very interesting choice and in design there. So. Yeah, wondering who this character is. Of course, we see like a new alien race, and uh, we saw that when there was a leak for um, not not toys. It was like concept art for costumes yeah. uh, that were leaked a couple of weeks ago, and we saw that. Um, man, um, next week we'll find out. What's oh, for up. sure, because next week is Star Wars Celebration, guys. I can tell you right now, Obed, I'll be uh, keeping a close <laughs> eye on that. Uh, yeah. I was this close to going there this year just because of different circumstances, work and life and whatnot. I just could not make it there. But, but yeah, Obed, this uh, Thursday through Friday and Saturday and Sunday, all news will be coming out about Star Wars. So expect a very – if we don't have an episode next week, the following week, expect a lot of Star Wars news. Because it's all going to drop. I mean, we're talking video games, everything. It's all, it's all going to drop at one time. We'll see. Yeah, we'll, we'll see um, what happens to Star Wars from here, man. It's going to be real interesting. I know. Um, Joe, we got some big gaming news this week again. So, Apple had their event on Monday. Um, not too much to say because <laughs> it was. It got to the point where it, where it was like it, it felt like artificially inflated. It's it, 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 you know, it was sort of pompous towards the end, and um, yeah. uh, I didn't, I didn't appreciate that that much. Um, but they did have uh, a reveal, and remember last week I mentioned Apple may have may come up with a gaming thing for next week. We don't know because we were talking about Stadia. 
So um, Apple announced the Apple Arcade, and this is a, a game subscription service. No price or details yet. The um, uh, about the pricing model. Uh, the uh, they're targeting uh, this fall for the service, and in essence, what they're trying to do is bring these games that people see on the app store but they cost you know 10 15 dollars that are unique experiences and people just don't pay for them because you know they're used to the pay you know a free-to-play model or or going to the budget games um they're they're trying to go ahead and 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 showcase some of these games um, of course, they had a really uh, a well put together video, as as they always do, uh, with uh, some developers. The one absolute standout was uh, was uh, Hironobu Sakaguchi, of course, the creator of Final Fantasy. So he was there um, showing the uh, their new project from the Miss Walker Studio, and it was to me very interesting, and it seemed. Uh, uh, a, a very earnest presentation and what they're trying to do um, to put these games out there. Uh, I really like this concept a lot more than Stadia just because, um, you know, you, you, you're not dependent on your internet connection. You can download the game, you can play the game, and, you know, keep on going. Um, this service will be available on all iOS devices. Uh, of course, 64-bit iOS devices. If you have an old old iPad, it's probably not going to work. Uh, and Apple TV. So, what's interesting about Apple TV, Joel? Of course, you don't have a, a a touch device to for the Apple TV. You do have a remote that has a touch sensor on it, um, but you do have the um, uh, the capability of using a controller for uh, both, you know, Apple TV and iOS devices. Uh, very interesting. Um, this is, uh, like I mentioned last week, uh, I, I had a feeling that Apple was gonna do or talk some gaming, uh, during, during their event. Uh, but Joel, what are you, what do you think about this? It's not necessarily, again, not a streaming service. It's a game service. You pay, you download, you pay your service, you download your game, you play your game. Uh, much like what game, Xbox Game Pass. So it's, this is more... Uh, akin to Game Pass than what it is to Stadia. Uh, but, uh, Joel, what, what do you think about this? Yeah, overall, um, like you said, I think it's it's a fine and good concept, actually. I think it's I think it's uh, it makes sense. I think it's it's actually a good way of um, you know advertising it, where they you're know, just saying, look, you can download your games and play your games. They they belong to you. Internet connection doesn't doesn't matter when once you have the game. That's cool. That's great. I think that's that's a nice way of doing it. They didn't really do much else to sell it. It wasn't uh, Google Stadia. Yeah. They had a really strong presentation, in my opinion. Uh, Apple. I'm not saying the presentation wasn't strong. It was just very simple. And it was very um, speaking about conceptually and just saying this is what we're doing, this is where we're going. Where yeah. I would have liked them to have shown me something a little more to get me interested in it, aside from just showing me this this simple concept that just I don't. To me, it's like it seems cool, but I mean, I don't think that there's a, there's a I don't think the the mobile gaming and the the um, Apple TV audience are, are are craving 
to to play games on these devices i think it's they got to really uh, appeal to the gaming community and i just feel like now they're just they're on the radar but they're not necessarily a lot of anticipation for it until you show me something that really matters so I don't, i'm not saying they're not taking it seriously i'm just saying that it was just it was it was nothing more than just an announcement um not an announcement that can that i can go run out and, and do anything crazy about so it's fine but i wasn't as, i'm not actually as excited about this as i was about google stadium honestly yeah um th- this is more again for gaming on the go and and you know if you have an ipad and you like to play games on your ipad this is probably what their target audience is going to be um you know not necessarily people with phones although phones you know are as capable as tablets now but um i think this is more of a a, a, like in the middle you know you got your your free-to-play crowd um and then you have your your core console pc uh gaming crowd um but then the the middle has been left out for a while and i'm i'm the one to say you know and i am not a mobile gaming gamer at all like i don't play games on my phone i don't play games on my ipad but i've played some games and the play the games that i played like super mario run and uh the room and uh this sort of experiences like this that i've really enjoyed so those type of games are the games that are are getting neglected by the audience that people that don't want to play don't want to pay 10 bucks 15 bucks to get the game uh and they just want to keep playing their candy crush and putting money on it and they're not realizing that they're paying more than just having to buy a separate game so um i think that's what they're what they're uh aiming at um they're aiming at at the middle ground between the core gamers and the casual free-to-play uh gaming market um and and again i think their presentation presentation was very well put together um uh i i think they have good intentions behind this sure. uh versus stadia uh it's it i i like to use this word because i don't i don't get to use it that that often but there's something about stadia that's that's a little bit nefarious and i don't when it comes to like uh, uh, games conservation, this sort of thing, and 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 the way that that Stadia was um, put out there, like it doesn't really speak too well to me. And I I talked about it a little bit last week, oh, but yeah. um, but I think I think this is you know um, they they want to put more creative uh, a, a more creative approach to mobile gaming. Um, if they're successful with the service, I can definitely see more companies joining in um of course we got companies like sega and disney that already said oh yeah we want to be a part of this so we'll see where where this goes yeah i'll be interested to see where it goes i mean that that's really where they left me with this presentation was cool i get what you're doing see where it goes and 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 that's what we can do so we'll see man we will see yep we'll we'll see where this goes um joe we got some uh Pretty significant PlayStation news this week. Uh, before uh, before I jump in, Joel, Joel, do you see that there's a supposed leaked PlayStation Five controller out there, which some people yeah. are calling fake? 
some people pointed out, hey guys, when the DualShock 4 leaked, it looked awful, but it was spot on with the features. Um, did you have a chance to look at those pictures? I did. Okay, so um, it's basically DualShock 4 with a with a with a screen on it, uh, yeah. ver- versus having a touchpad is an actual uh, uh, touch screen on the device. It looks like a like a 21 by 9 sort of aspect ratio screen, um, maybe for a keyboard sort of you know thing. Um, that was interesting. I'm not a big fan of screens on my controllers. Me either. Uh, it, can you imagine all the when, when someone rages? Every time they rage, they break a controller because they break the screen. That's terrible. <laughs> it's, tr- it's true. And and another thing too is like the size of the controllers. Yes, like they they made them a little bit you know much better now with the the DualShock Four. But if it's gonna be similar in size, it's gonna be a pretty small screen. Like it's yeah, gonna, yeah. it's not gonna be that big, and I I don't even use the touchpad that much on the DualShock Four. Is that many games that utilize it that much? No, no. It's no a, I, mean, I mean, it's a cool feature, but like it's it's really used more like just as a button. Yeah, so, now it's an extra button, basically. Yeah. yeah so I don't know, man. I, I'm not not too crazy about it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we'll see if it's true or not. I guess we'll find out. Um, in you know a year's time or so. Um, but there's uh, uh some pretty big news. Um, of course that state of play event was on uh, Monday, and again, people thought that this was going to be something that would set the world on fire. We knew it was going to be like small, smaller announcements and not necessarily, um, you know, uh, crazy big stuff. Um, it's funny because uh, they, they presented a lot of PlayStation VR. It was like very VR-focused uh, presentation, and uh, it's funny because you would see um in you know members of the community say oh sony's gonna let the psvr die just like they let the vita die but then oh here's a bunch of game for games for playstation vr and then they go where are the other games it's like they can't win no it's awful man i don't know well just going through them uh, real, <laughs> real quick. Uh, you know they did show again. Um, Days Gone, uh, and they've confirmed the release date of April twenty sixth for Days Gone. Um, a game that they showed at E three briefly, Concrete Genie. Uh, that game is coming out fall of this year, and then is a bunch of PlayStation VR stuff. The one big one that I want to point out, Joel, is the Iron Man VR. So, what do you think of that? No, that was the one that probably had me the most excited. I also saw it probably, you know, talked about the most. You know, we've I think if if you watched Iron Man, if you read Iron Man, if you've just been exposed to the totality of Iron Man, you've always wanted to see what would it feel like to be the man in the suit flying, and VR is that wonderful opportunity where you can just maybe we'll feel like they're in the moment, they're in the characters. Um, persona and wow obed uh, this looks a lot better than even the spider-man vr and i'm a big spidey guy you know that um uh, but yeah. I, I got well, to... the spider-man vr was more of an experience it this was. is this looks like it's more legit. of a fully fledged game yeah yeah this looks way fully le- full full legit experience so see obed i'm totally on board for this um i don't have vr right now but i'm not against vr um so yeah this is this is cool 
Yeah, I don't. I'm, I really haven't looked into PSVR just because of you know limited space and you know all, all this other stuff. But uh, yeah, but yeah, it looks it looks fine. It looks like it's gonna be competent. Um, I don't think it's gonna set the world on fire, but it looks like it's gonna be you know fun. So yes. yeah, so that's that's pretty cool. Uh, the other one, you know, for uh, <laughs> for for the streamers out there, uh, Five Nights at Freddy's is coming to PlayStation VR. So that's a that's a huge one for a lot of people. Um, Five Nights at Freddy's is very popular uh, property. So um, so I think just bringing it to PlayStation VR uh, may have been just a a really good decision in the part of Sony. So oh yeah. Um, so yeah, or, or you know, not necessarily in the part of Sony, but uh, in the uh, um, part of the developer. So, um, Joe, the other things that um, we're gonna talk about two uh, sort of bit of news here. So the first one is that um, PlayStation will no longer sell third-party or retail digital game codes so if you bought your game codes at you know bought games digitally at GameStop or Best Buy or Amazon that you're not going to be able to do that anymore to get digital games you you basically ex- and exclusively have to go through uh, the PlayStation Network um, we'll, we'll go into the, may, the, the potential why in a second um, but Joel, this goes in, a, in effect April first. So after that day, you will no longer be able to um, to buy digital codes at uh, GameStop. I'm assuming that they're going to be still selling the cards and still selling the PS Plus cards, uh, but retail but games that you would say, "Hey, I want DMC five for PS4 digital," and they just sell your receipt basically um, with a code. Uh, so they're they're no longer doing that. Um, if you want, you would have to go through uh, through the uh, PlayStation Store. Which, in my opinion, Joe, I don't know why. Unless it's like a brand new game, I don't see a reason why um, you would buy a digital code at GameStop when PSN has amazing sales every friggin' week. It's insane how good their their sales are getting. So. I can, I can, I mean, this is, in my opinion, this is potentially beneficial to those of you that choose to uh, get your pay, your games digitally. Uh, Joel, what do you think? What do you think about this? Uh, like, same, I think we're of the same mindset, Obed, when it comes to this, where why would you get digital not on the PlayStation Network? Like, if you're going to get your games, like, it, it's a no brainer yeah. in that sense. I I think um, you know like if I'm gonna go to GameStop or if I'm gonna buy something on Amazon or or Best Buy, it's, I'm gonna get the physical copy. I don't. I'm not meant. I for me at least, I don't mentally think of. Oh, I'm gonna go here to go buy it and go pick up a code. I I don't know, man. I I feel like I I feel like maybe there's a there's not that many people maybe using it. Maybe that that's a that's something that does come into effect where you know it's not going to get people too angered about it. I don't know. Maybe use it in that way. Uh, like I said, PSN is, is, a, is a great, um, you know, great network. Um, I think PlayStation does a very good job on it. It continues to, to impress me um, with, with their sales and, and uh, their library. So, yeah, I, I, uh, 
I just I feel like I'm always thinking of physical copy. I mean, I'm, we're we're old school in that way ourselves, Obed. When it comes to our movies, when it comes to our games, we tend to buy physical copy. Yeah. Um, I'm not against. We've had conversations about digital. We're not against having it. We just have our reasons for why we like our physical copies, but uh, that could always change. You never know. But but uh, yeah, I I just can't imagine me going out and saying I'm gonna go buy me a code. Like it doesn't. This is fine. It's not that big of a deal. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't see, I don't see many people being really upset about this. Um, the, the one, uh, sector of the, of the, uh, community that I saw that was showing some concern was, um, those that would buy games to gift to other people. Like I would buy a code and I would send it to, you know, someone else via mail, via regular mail. So that would be those were the only ones, which is uh, interesting because, you know, you would be able to get these things online also through Amazon and you can forward an email with a code and oh, here you go, man, or whatever, you know, you would be able to gift it that way. But that was the only the only uh, uh, sector of the community that I saw uh, was a little bit upset about this. Now you'll uh, do PSN uh, gift cards. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you could still do a PSN. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, if I want to buy something, yeah, I might, might as well just buy them a, a seventy-five-dollar gift card or something, exactly. you know, and just they can just buy the game uh, digitally. So it's yeah. I mean, it it, it doesn't affect me necessarily. Um, I don't I don't think it's uh, you know really detrimental to to anyone except the retailers. But I, I'm I'm wondering how much of their games are digital. I mean, at the end of the day, that has to be part of it as well. Um, but Joel, the big rumor um, is that Sony has applied for a patent where in this patent they're including um, the opportunity to um, to gift PSN games. So if uh, if you're my PSN friend, I can go ahead and log into my PSN account and I can buy a game for you and you will receive the game on your end. Okay. So um, apparently there is a there is a patent out there. Um, there's that that will give you, you know, the opportunity to do that. Uh, there were some rumors that uh, the patent also included something similar to uh a, a digital games trade in um but that is still unclear there's um uh they're not you know i i don't think that's going to happen in the immediate future but uh but the games gifting i can i can see that happening and i can see that being part of the reasoning why um they're going in this direction um and and you know I'm not, I'm not sure if Xbox is going to do anything different, and but I, and I'm curious to see what those sort of numbers are. You know, what sort of game, you know, digital sales GameStop to you know do on their end. Uh, like I mentioned, you know, um, I'm, you know, it's getting to the point, Joel, where you know, uh, uh, shelf space is is becoming more and more uh, of a premium, and um, I think for the most part. Like from now on, I'm if if it's not a collector's edition edition or you know like a special edition of a game or something, 
I'm probably just going to buy it digital. And if it's a collector's, then I'll just go ahead and buy it. Um, buy the, the physical version of the collector's edition. Um, at this point, you know, uh, you see myself out there. I got other stuff. I know, <laughs> yeah. I, I know, I know I can make room. Right. But, but at the same time, it's like, I, I, if I make room, I have to put stuff away, you know, in a box in my closet or in the garage. I don't want to put stuff in the garage because we live in Florida. So putting stuff in your garage is pretty much the kiss of death. Uh, <laughs> so I don't, I, you know, if it stays, it stays in the closet. So I don't want to, you know, I have to do that. And, uh, You know, it's gotten to the point where it's like, you know what? I'm I'm evaluating the digital stuff. Like, I bought three games for the Switch when I bought it, but I think that from now on, anything else that I get, it's probably going to be digital just because of that. So, uh, you know, uh, it's just a lot more convenient. And, you know, not having to stand up and swap discs. It's sort of... I'm sort of liking that idea more and more. So, um, yeah, I mean, we'll see. Again, uh PS PSN sales are awesome. I don't see why anyone um, would go and buy a full price game digital when you can get it, you know, 30, 40% off, sometimes more on PSN uh, during their sales. And if you're a PS Plus member, you get like an extra discount on top of that. So, I mean, it just makes sense just to buy the games on PSN. Uh, now, when it comes to the games gifting, that's a different story. You can give someone a game that and that's fine, right? But like you said, just buy a PSN card. To be honest with you, um, yeah. Um, I, I think that Sony's moving into in, into getting into position, man. They're um, they're getting very aggressive with uh, with their stuff and very protective, and and with with good reason, right? You know, uh, there's uncertainty on on what and how the uh, next generation is going to be uh, received by the public so I can I can definitely sense uh, that uh, uh, a little a little, a little being a little bit protective with their stuff and there's nothing wrong with that in my opinion alrighty yeah yep. Joe that's what I got man uh, unless you have anything else or there's breaking news I just did an internet scrub we look to be safe hopefully I didn't miss anything <laughs> but uh, yeah man it's been a great episode thank you all for joining us and listening to episode 86 of No Load Time it's always our pleasure to talk with you guys about these fun and, and uh, interesting topics each and every week make sure you subscribe to the show so you can hear our latest episodes as they drop even go back and listen to some of our past episodes it's always great uh, go ahead and subscribe to the show or the podcast version on iTunes Google Play SoundCloud and Spotify also, you can subscribe to our video versions on YouTube. Uh, make sure to share it with your friends. Uh, of course, we could share it through social media. And, of course, follow No Low Time on social media. So go ahead and follow at No Low Time. That's at No Low Time on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Twitch. Also, guys, uh, make sure to uh, send an email in if you have any questions, comments, something maybe you want to discuss on the show or something you find interesting that we talked about on the show and yet maybe you have a, a perspective on it, send an email to nolotime at gmail.com. That's nolotime at gmail.com. Again, guys, it's our pleasure to be with you. We look forward to talking to you guys on our next episode. Yep, see you guys, and we'll see you again next time. <laughs>